obviously playboy yeah nude photos people are gonna see your body was that a difficult decision to make i i did think you know the name playboy some people think it's like the best name ever and some people would think the it's stigma like, yeah, there's yeah. Always, yeah so um i did think that like because of that people might be like oh wow really you did that but at the end of the day it was just like i have one life and if i can say that i got a cover of playboy yeah screw it that's like, really what? dope <laughs> What's up? This is Rachel Cook, and you're watching me on Living Large. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the podcast, episode 23 of Living Large. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I post every single Wednesday at noon and on Castbox exclusively. The app just downloaded in the App Store at 6 a.m. Today's guest. Last week I had a Sports Illustrated model. This week I have a Playboy model. Oh. Miss Rachel Cook, welcome onto the show. Miss Philadelphia Eagle. What's up? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really like this shirt. The what color. is this? You're a Seattle Seahawk native. I know. I've abandoned them, apparently. I like the shirt, so now I'm an Eagles fan, I guess. Wow. <laughs> well, welcome onto the show. It's actually been a, a minute since I've seen you. It's actually funny. Like We haven't talked in so long, and now our first like main conversation is going to be a podcast. A podcast. So we're so. going to be literally catching up on the <laughs> podcast. I haven't talked to you in a few years. You know, it's funny. When I first started YouTube, you were like my fake girlfriend to start YouTube like the little mystery and then I met Kylie obviously fell madly in love had that going on and where what have you what have you been up to these past two years this is like a huge catch-up conversation I know I'm like I don't even remember where I left off last time I talked to you but you know I've just been like focusing more on social media modeling still been going pretty good too though but um yeah, I'm just really focused on trying to have a lot more fun with my life, you know? Yeah, I know. When we first started like hanging out and stuff, you're like one of my first friends here in Los Angeles with George yeah, as well. Um, you were, you're not very about L.A. No, I'm not. I have a hard time. Like even here, like, like this week, I'm here for like three days and I'm like struggling. Why don't you like L.A.? I think mostly it's just it's the traffic. It's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people here trying to climb the ladder and, I yeah. can, you know, you feel that. You're not very like uh, a lot of people here. Are, like you're very into lavish things, expensive things. You're not very like that. Like you come with like, <laughs> I'm not saying like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, totally. That's Why true. is that? You wear Vans. You wear jeans and a T-shirt. Um, I think maybe it's because I did grow up like in modeling and it's all like fancy and stuff. And I just really feel like I'm more authentic when I'm just like dressed like a boy or just like dressed super casual. I feel more. Comfortable. I didn't want to say it. I didn't hey. want to say dressed like a boy. You I didn't can know. say it. You can say it. I was thinking today when I got dressed, I was like, Mark would probably like wear this outfit, like yeah, yeah. slightly different, but yeah. Yeah. So how you been? So you actually, guys, interesting story. So she lived. You grew up in Seattle. Yeah. Let's be. Well, let's talk about that first. What was it like growing up in Seattle? And what were like? What did you want to be when you grew up? Ooh. Okay. So growing up in Seattle was. Okay, so I grew up like 40 minutes outside the city. Small, Rainy. small town. It rains a lot, right? It rains all the time. It rains more where I grew up than it does in Seattle because wow. we're closer to the mountains. So, you know, it was a very normal childhood. I did really good in school. And then I was scouted by a modeling agent when I was like 13. So from a really young age, that's just like what I was doing. I didn't even really have time to think about like, oh, what do I want to be when I grow up? Right. It was just like, oh, I'm a model now. And then what did you do? Did you pursue it? Did you move to Los Angeles? Um, yeah, I pursued it from like 14 years old. I was fully working. Like I was in Tokyo, like making oh, money there. Did yeah. you not going to school? Um, I would go like during the summer and then honestly, I would miss a lot of school for modeling. So how did, at a thir- at 13, how did, <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> to was. be honest. It was totally it's like, weird. How at 13 do you get scouted to be a model? 
Um, I was walking around the mall and this lady just came up to me and she was like, oh, well, you, you know, you meet the requirements, the height and whatever. And, um, since I was interested in it, they flew me out to New York and it just kind of happened. Wow. Yeah. My parents were really against it. At least my dad was so against it at first. And I understand now, but back then I was like, dude, just let me do what I want. Right. Right. And you're, I mean, teenage years is like when you're so rebellious and yeah. you're like, screw you parents mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You're like, I know everything. Yeah, exactly. So when did you move out to Los Angeles? Um, first time I moved out to LA, I was 18 and by yourself. I, yeah. I literally <laughs> packed up my car and I just drove down here and I was like, peace out everybody. Like I'm going to LA. I'm going to make this happen. And then who did you live with? So I lived in a model apartment, which is like... Okay, so let's <laughs> let's let's tell the people what is a model house. Because it's interesting because when I first moved here, you would go to the club and you'd have like promoters with all these models. And you're like, where are these girls from? They live in model houses. But yeah. when I was first out here and I had this like idea like, oh, well, these girls just go to the club and then they go back to the house. Like, what is a model house? There are some that are like that. Like you get to live there for free in exchange for going to the club. Right. The one I lived <laughs> at <laughs> was... Um, it was just like an agency owned apartment with okay. like other girls, you know, there's like two or three beds in each room and we oh, pay, wow. yeah, we pay like a ridiculous amount. Oh, to you live pay? In there. Oh yeah. Like you don't pay up front. So it's like, if you get, exactly. a, if you get a job, then they take the rent. Exactly. Wow. And they, and they charge you a lot. It's, wow. it's like, I mean, at least like $1,600 a month That's and you're insane. sharing a room. That's so. in, yeah. To share a room that much money. Yeah. And it's like an old apartment. It smells bad. Oh my God. What was that like? <laughs> um, it was it was good and bad because like I met some of my best friends in there. I met Megan Wiggins in there, who right, you know, yeah. she's amazing. I ran into her the other day, actually. No way. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but you know, it uh, it builds character for sure. But <laughs> it's so crazy because you have like all these beautiful models living in this terrible place. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's so funny, especially in New York. The model apartments are even worse. Like they they're so dirty and then you have like one girl who's disrespectful and then it kind of throws off the and whole then makeup vibe. brushes are everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, well yeah i mean new york's really expensive i've talked about it on the podcast before like los angeles cost of living is a fuckload yeah like it's no it, you no can't joke. just move out here with no money no. you know so like that's kind of shitty because they kind of take advantage of you in a way 100%. where they're like hey like you know we know you want to be out here for this opportunity, but here's this like room that's tiny with three people in it. And then like, you have to pay me to live here. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like a side business for modeling agencies to like right. kind of overcharge at these model apartments, because if we don't book jobs, then they're like, Oh, well we don't care. Like we'll keep you around. Cause we're making money off of you paying rent to us. Wow. Yeah. So, so that wasn't for you. Mm, no, I mean, it was hard because like you're saying, they kind of put you in a tough situation. It's hard to get out of the model apartment. So I was like stuck in there for a long time. And eventually, you know, I went back up to Washington because I was like, this is it was hard. And I was 18 and just like really going for it. But it's hard to make ends meet when you're so you went back to Washington yourself. at what year? What age? Oh, um, probably like less than a year later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that discouraging for you? Uh, not really, you know, for me, I'm always just like going with the flow. And I think, um, I honestly don't remember exactly, but I probably like went back to Washington, modeled there for a bit, went to New York, modeled there for a bit. I always move around. I like a change of scenery anyways, but yeah. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks also in your portfolio. 
What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So you went back at 19, went, then, then you moved back at what? How old are you now? I'm 24. I can't believe you're younger than me. The fuck? <laughs> God, I feel old. I'm 25. Okay, you're barely older. So, <laughs> so you moved back at what age? Because we met a few years ago. Yeah. So 21. I, I think I was 20 or 21. Yeah. Well, you better have been 21. You were drinking. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely uh, 21. Right. So you moved back, and how, how long did you live here for? Um, Megan and I had an apartment together for one full year, and um, yeah. I was I was here like in model apartments before then too, obviously. Right. I bounce around a lot. And then yeah, <laughs> then you had your own place. Yeah. For a year, but after that ended, what did you end up doing? So I went to Australia, and when I was in Australia, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to New York with Megan, and we're gonna like do this modeling thing and really go for it and be supermodels. But while I was in Australia, I was like realizing how much better social media is actually. Mm -hmm. And in huge part to you and other people that I met while I was here, like you guys showed me how uh, social media can have a huge impact on my career and you can create pretty much any career path you want from it. Right. And one of the biggest things, and this is something that I told Kylie early on and like a lot of girls are on Instagram, right? Yeah. But what, what separates you and how you could separate yourself is by showing your personality because a lot of yeah. these girls, like, yeah, they look good, but no one knows who they are as a person. Yeah. So for me, it was like, you need to show your personality because if you're a good person and you could showcase that, then people will start to like really, really like you rather than a bunch of dudes following you. Yeah. You're going to get some girls that are like, oh my God, like pretty girl. And she's actually funny. She's quirky. She's like not afraid to be ugly. Like she doesn't wear makeup like me. And it's just like a, a whole different like level of relatability exactly. rather than just posting pictures. Yeah, for sure. Like you were one big reason that I even started doing YouTube and also showing my personality on my Instagram. And it, it made a huge impact and it's made it so that my Instagram continues to grow because there's like a little bit more, uh, you know, something interesting. Mm -hmm. There's so many beautiful girls. So you have to give a little something, something extra. So, so while you were in Australia, you made the decision not to move to New York. Exactly. What was your dream? Did you want to be like a VS model? Uh, you know, I was more interested in like sports illustrated and stuff like okay. that because they're more inclusive. Right. But, um, I mean, of course I would never say no to Victoria's mm -hmm. secret. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you like, why did you make this decision at the end of the day? Uh, I wasn't happy. And how, and how hard was it to make that decision? It was hard. Like I remember a phone call with my mom, like I was crying and I was like, I'm here modeling in Australia, but I'm not happy. I'm having no fun. I'm by myself. And I was being told that I am too this, too that, you know, like. What were you being told? Too what? Like I'm too fat. You need really? To lose, yeah. You need to lose weight. Your butt's too big. I'm like, excuse me. I like having Who's a Who's telling butt. you this? Agents, like agents in Australia. And I knew that if it was that bad in Australia, it'd be worse in New York. Oh, like, of course, New yeah. York's, you know, ruthless. VS model, I heard there's, like, I talked to Camille Kostic last week. She's an SI model. Yeah. There's, like, size double zero now. Oh, yeah, Like, it sure. goes below zero. And I was just like, what? 
Yeah. And like, um, you know, being on social media, I had like a, I had a voice and I had people looking up to me and I felt like, you know, if I lost a bunch of weight and got super skinny and then became a successful model, that would just send such a bad message to young girls. And I really don't want to take part in that. That's like really amazing. So yeah. then you, you left Australia, but you didn't come back to LA. You came back to Washington. I went back to Washington. Yeah. I, at this point, I was definitely a little discouraged because I was like, okay, like straight up, I've been told that I can't be a supermodel, basically, at least in my head. Um, that's what I felt like mm-hmm. I was told. Um, and so I really focused on um, social media just from Washington. So I was like, I had a new manager who was helping me kind of build my brand mm-hmm. and that's how I made money that year. And it, and it worked. Was it difficult being in Washington? Because this is good oh, yeah. for people to hear because everyone obviously comes to Los Angeles. Right. There's collaborations. There's all these people around that have similar minds, like-minded stuff. Washington's like, who's doing shit in Washington? Exactly. Nobody's doing anything like what we're doing here in LA. There's a reason that people come here to LA to do this is because it's sunny and there's like-minded people. Yeah. In, in Washington, it's cloudy all the time. So first of all, getting a fucking photo yeah. <laughs> is almost impossible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a struggle. I had to, I definitely had to like travel to get content and then, you know, I just had to kind of push myself and figure out ways to get photos and how would you take photos would you have someone like like a friend shoot them on the iphone or would you you know hit up a photographer or what a lot of times i would just have like my friends shoot me um occasionally i would have like my photographer friends come and shoot me but I uh, kind of taught myself like how to get a good photo and then I'd just be like, okay, take the photo from like right yeah, here. Yeah. And like my friends are so supportive of me. So they were always down, but yeah. That's amazing. One thing I admire about you is you really stay in touch with your friends from like back home. I know a lot of yeah. people move to Los Angeles and it's like a, f- a big fuck you to everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like you've always stayed true to like your core f- group of friends back home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, they mean everything to me them and my my brother my family you know because they keep me grounded and I feel like without them I wouldn't be who I am today um so yeah I always make sure that I stay in touch with them they they're literally so supportive it's like unreal that's really awesome but let's backtrack a little bit okay. we talked about how the modeling journey in Los Angeles and stuff let's talk about how you got started in social media because obviously what, how many followers you got now two million something uh yeah I think I have 2.2 Oh, you, you passing up George Jenko. No way. Oh, George Jenko. Um, that's really amazing. So let's talk about that journey. Because when I met you, I, I can't remember how many followers you had. Me either. But honestly. me and you had a little competition going. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then you were just like. Shh. Yeah. Um, but how did you get that following in the first place? Um, you know. Because that was like you're like OG Instagram. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while now. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, honestly. I think I just was doing it at the right time. And since I was modeling, I had a lot of photos to post and I was like, okay, well, if these two things can kind of go hand in hand, then I'm definitely going to push it. Um, cause originally I was doing it to enhance my modeling career. Now it's kind of like the opposite. Was this before social media was a thing? Um, it was definitely before it was a big thing, but, um, clients were starting to ask like, Oh, how many Instagram followers do you have and stuff? I wasn't making money from it, obviously, but, but did, was there one monumental moment where, where you started to grow? Did like an article be written about you or, you know, did Barstool, po- you know, like a lot of people have that moment where they get a little publicity. Yeah. Was yours just a slow, gradual grow or did you have something like that happen? I did have something like that happen. Um, I don't know what caused it, but I remember I was like in a hotel room and I literally took a random selfie. I swear my Instagram is literally built off selfies mm-hmm. that I've taken. Taken. <laughs> um, and I posted it and then the next morning I woke up and it had like 
20,000 likes, which at the time was like not a thing. And right. I was literally gaining 5,000 followers a day for like five days. And, and then it just kind of like shot up from there. And I was trying to figure out what is going on. Like, why are these people coming to my page? And I never figured you it never out. Figured it you out? never figured it out? Do you think maybe it was around... Because for me, my monumental moment was literally when Instagram's algorithm changed. Yeah. And they made like an explore page. Could be. And then videos. I mean, yeah, you never know. I, I mean, really we, I guess know. we'll, if, if you have the answer out there, guys, yeah. to Rachel Cook's success. Someone let me know. No one fucking knows. <laughs> uh, but that's really amazing. <laughs> Yo, guys, I interrupt this episode to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Chegg. I actually used Chegg when I was in college because textbooks at college are a lot more expensive and you can buy them online at Chegg.com, C-H-E-G-G.com for a lot more affordable price. Also, if you guys are studying for midterms, finals, whatever it may be, they have a mobile application where you can ask questions and get 24-hour help from any of the experts. So yeah, if you ever have a, a question or a problem, take a picture of it, send it over to them on the mobile app and they'll respond to you in less than two hours. I'm hooking you guys up for $5 off your first month's subscription. Go to Chegg.com, that's C-H-E-G-G.com backslash large and use promo code large. For five dollars off. Thank you guys. All right, so now that we've we've gathered the the following and how you acquired it, moving all over the place, going from you know Washington to L.A. to New York to Australia to L.A. to Washington. Mm-hmm. I just saw. By the way, you travel a lot. Yeah. Let's talk about this because I know a lot of people like out in the world want to travel. How do you travel? Oh. Do a little collab action. Um. Yeah, I think it's a variety of things. Like sometimes I just book my own tickets and I just fly places and I have a lot of miles and so I can do that but a lot of times it's uh clients that are paying to fly me around yeah usually it's like a modeling job and and the client will cover the flight or whatever or you know sometimes you're um like promoting the resort that you're staying at and stuff so it's kind of like a work slash vacation why do you enjoy traveling so much um just because you learn so much about yourself and you realize um how unimportant certain things are and how important other things are. I think this is a really good thing because me being from Ohio, I was very naive to the rest of the world because my family, my family's never left the country. I'm literally the only person that's ever left the country. So growing up and not having that experience and then finally leaving the country and seeing how other people live in comparison to how I live and like, it really puts things in perspective to see like the shit that you complain about. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, things could be so much like, And there's so many beautiful places around the world and there's so many different ways of living. What's your favorite place you've ever been to? Um, My favorite place is definitely Italy. Like I I got the chance to go to the Amalfi Coast a couple of times and it's just the most beautiful place. The the people are awesome. You know, you can find ways to connect with people even when you don't speak the same language. And I think that's so cool. So, yeah. What's your least favorite place besides Los Angeles? Um, I mean, well, yeah. No, I I don't know. I don't think I have a least favorite. I think I have a somewhat bad taste in my mouth about um, South Korea. Not because it's like a bad place. It was just so cold the entire time I was there. And I and you like taking bathing suit shots. Yeah. So I was like bundled up the whole time and I was like, this sucks. But the people there are great. That's hilarious. So what are you up to now? I saw you were in Las Vegas for like nine fucking years. I've been there for so long because I was thinking about buying a house there. And so I was kind of like, why Vegas? Because you like it's to gamble? cheap. No, oh, okay. it's just cheap. And I feel like the prices are going to go up. I feel like it'll be an investment. Yeah. yeah. That's my main goal. And um, it's close to LA. So, you know, it's like a th- what, three, four hour drive. Yeah, like did you four. drive here? Yeah, I did. By yourself? Yeah. That's pretty intense. I literally drive everywhere. It's so funny. It's like one of my hobbies. I swear. Let's talk about this too. So you, you've been living in like a hotel. You're trying to buy a place right now. 
you sleeping on couch to couch, whatever. But let's talk about your mom and you <laughs> living in a van. Yeah. What in that? For those of you guys that don't know, she used to live in a house in Seattle and now she lives in a van. By choice. By choice. Yeah. But why is that? Um, it's actually a bus. It's okay. like a, a, a converted shuttle bus. So it's so cute. And my mom named her Bertha. Just, <laughs> just putting that out there. Um, okay. What sparked it is, so I moved back in with my mom kind of um, because she, she had a rough relationship mm-hmm. she got out of. So she was just on her own and she had this big house with like five rooms right, to right. take care of on her own. So I was helping her out with that, supporting each other. And then she was like, I'm so sick of working. And um, I was like, well, you know, your house is worth a lot more now. Yeah, yeah. So if you sell it, we could literally just travel around the world and you don't have to work anymore, probably ever. And at first she was like, you are crazy. But eventually um, she she warmed up to the idea and we just did it. And she she worked her ass off getting all of the stuff out of our house. She did it in like two months. It was it was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Is she still living there? Yeah, she is. She's in Florida right now with a friend of hers because I'm not with her. So she's so. just been driving? Yeah. She's such a go-getter. It's insane. That's so cool because it's like, who has the balls to actually do that? Exactly. Like just... L- I mean, granted, I'm sure she's in a easier position to do it with you're out of the house. Is your brother out of the house? Yeah, he is. He lives so, in my bed. Yeah, so definitely an easier position to do it. Yeah. But like to just basically like throw your not throw your life away, but like just like wrap it up and just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's really dope. Like, cool. Okay, I'm done with that part now. I'm just gonna do. What Has I she want. been a traveler her whole life? No, not at all. I think. Um, I probably inspired her to want to do it because I was like seeing all the world and and she wasn't necessarily getting to. And I was like, life's way too short to just sit here in Washington where it rains all the time. You need to go out there and do something that makes you happy. So she's doing it. And, and she's so enjoying happy. it. She's loving it. Yeah. Where's she gone so far? That's been like really cool. Um, Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I feel like she really likes um, Arizona. There's just a lot of beautiful things to check out in right. Arizona. But um, yeah, I think soon we'll, we'll check out like the Grand Canyon and I don't even know. There's so much to see in the States. So many things. Mount yeah. Rushmore. Yeah. Yellowstone. You got, you know, mountains in Montana. There's so mm-hmm. many different like vibes in the United States. It's really cool, it's really which is cool. why I like California, though, to be honest. And like Vegas is close, too. But you can go snowboarding. You can go to the ocean. You can go to the desert. Yeah. You, can, you have like every season, basically, in, in a like a four, two hour. Yeah. Radius. Two hour. Radius, maybe, yeah. Maybe four. Which is really cool. All right. Let's shift gears here. I want to talk about Playboy Mexico. OK. What was that like? And how did you acquire that? Okay, that's pretty so, dope. And, yeah. and and also let's talk about the willingness to take on that role. Yeah, it, it was a process for sure. So I have this really cool manager in Mexico City, and he called me one day and he was like, "Hey, um, do you want to do Playboy Mexico? Like they'll give you the cover." And I was like, "No." No, I don't. Right off the bat? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, all right, all right. So, you know, it was like a month later and he called me back and he was like, okay, like they really want you to do it. They'll, they'll pay you and you can choose your photographer and be like in charge of uh, what actually ends up in the magazine. And I was like, hmm, okay, okay. So I called my friend Rob. He's shot a lot of my photos, um, especially like, you know, nude photos, mm-hmm. which is like a big thing. I wanted to be really comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, you know wanted to be able to trust the person yeah yeah so he was totally down and um yeah we we ended up up shooting it and i'm glad that i did it how how is that decision because like obviously playboy yeah nude photos people are gonna see your body was that a difficult decision to make um 
if anyone else was shooting it, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, I just like have so much trust with Rob and we've shot photos in the past that I am most proud of. So I was, I was totally cool with it. I, I did think, you know, the name Playboy, some people think it's like the best name ever. And some people would think the it's stigma. Like, yeah, there's yeah. Always, yeah. So, um, I did think that like, because of that, people might be like, Oh wow, really? You did that. But at the end of the day, it was just like, I have one life. And if I can say that I got a cover of Playboy, yeah. screw it. That's like, really what? dope. That's really, really insane. I'm super proud of you. Thank That's, you. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting too because it's like to to be able to use social media and then yeah, you go from that. social media and then you get on the cover of Playboy. Yeah. What is your next goal in life? Do you want to act? Do you want to do more modeling? Do you want to do more social media, YouTube personality, be a reality TV star, be a podcast host maybe one day? Ooh, I mean, there are so many options. Um, right now, I feel like I'm focused on YouTube and um and just using like this opportunity to really live my life how i want to live it and travel more and just kind of show people like who i really am and like what you can do if you really um use social media to your benefit if that makes sense how's youtube been going for you it's been good like i haven't been pushing it too much um until like this year mm -hmm. i'm like okay i'm really gonna get serious about it i'm gonna get somebody to help me film more videos and help me edit because it's a lot to do right, on your right. own which you know i mean yeah youtube is definitely the hardest platform oh, to yeah, grow on for sure is it discouraging at all um i i got discouraged last year but this year i'm so much more focused on like putting out content that i just really want to put out that i'm not as worried about the numbers anymore that's a really good mindset because i went through a stage two yeah where i really struggled and you know, my numbers dropped, my likes dropped and it starts to fuck you in the head yeah, mentally. You're like, what is going you're on? You're like, what is happening? Yeah. Do, do people not like me anymore? Like, what did I do overnight for people not to like me? Right. And it's really like some of it's out of your control. Obviously, some people grow up, they grow out of like liking your content and it happens and it's up to you at the end of the day to make the change into your content and draw new faces in. You can't like blame Instagram. You can't blame YouTube while they do have a factor in it. Yeah. At the end of the day, like what I've really started to realize too over these past few weeks is like, I really want to make content that I want to make. Yeah. Something that's you know? fulfilling for you. So regardless of if it gets a million views or not, you're still happy with it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've made some really, really proud pieces on my YouTube and they didn't do as well as like some dramatic shit, you know, yeah. but like, I'm super proud of them. I'm super glad that I experienced it. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Excuse the interruption again. This episode is brought to you by Molecule. Molecule is an air purifier and it's not just any air purifier. It's the Apple of all air purifiers. Molecule's technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real people. It has already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. Excuse me. Uh, it introduces a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. And even one customer said she was able to breathe through her nose for the very first time in 15 years, guys. If you have bad air, there's a lot of bad air here in Los Angeles. It's really good to have one of these in your house so you can breathe better. You can sleep better. Just get maximum oxygen that you guys need. I'm hooking you guys up for $75 off. All you have to do is visit molecule.com backslash large and use the promo code large. That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com backslash large for $75 off. You're welcome. What kind of content are you making? Because I see, I see you've been doing some Q&As and stuff. Yeah, because I'm kind of trying to like almost redo the whole channel. Like I still want to do vlogs and stuff because I, I think they're really fun and like I like being goofy and yeah. whatever. But I also really want to um, just talk about like 
more real life stuff and just try to um, have a way for people to relate more like you were kind of saying and um, talk about what I think is important in life because I'm all about just like going for it like whatever your passion is just go for that regardless of what anybody thinks and I just want to try to promote that on my YouTube too. That's really awesome. Um, How do you like drown out negativity? For example, when you were first getting in the scene, were there people in your life that were like, you're never going to amount to any like that type of story, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, there's always doubters and like even people that were really close to me wanted to, um, make sure that I was thinking realistically, you know, and it's because they love you and they want to protect you. But at the end of the day, you have to be like, okay, look, like, you have to believe in me because I'm going to do it regardless. So you may as well help me out. <laughs> how, how have you developed that mindset? Cause you, like you said, you're a go-getter. How have you developed the mindset of like not caring about what other people think and really, you know, honing in on what you want to do? Because you literally a few years ago, you kind of were just like, fuck LA, fuck mm-hmm. social media. I'm just going to chill for a little bit. Yeah. And you took a break Yeah. and I can never fucking do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, you have balls to be able to do that. How are you, how do you, who do you credit with that? Honestly, I don't know. I I think it's uh, definitely definitely my mom. uh, A big thing has always been for me, like follow your heart. And like if you are making yourself happy, then you can um, you can help other people so much more. Like you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. And then you can. Yeah. Self-care is really important. It is. And and a lot of people don't do that. And like I get really caught up, too. And like the addictiveness of like social media. Oh yeah. You know yeah, for saying? sure. And like having to, especially when I was daily vlogging, like nothing in life existed, but like work and that's not healthy because eventually you'll burn out and you'll, you'll, you know, stop liking it. Yeah. Which is why like, I'm even taking like a little bit of a break. I do these podcasts once a week, but that's kind of like it. And I kind of found peace in the gym too recently, which is really totally. dope, which I always hated the gym <laughs> so much. Like, Oh my God, guys, if, if you hate the gym, like I hated the gym, just go in there and like focus. I think, what does it take two weeks to form a habit? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it's like, it becomes like a part of your process, but no, yeah, you'll love it more and more besides social media, besides making videos, besides modeling. What are your interests? What are your hobbies? Are you, you know, a sports fan? I'm really not like this shirt. I just, <laughs> I found it and I just love the color. Um, I am really into, <laughs> I guess you could say like self-discovery is honestly like one of the main things I'm like super what does interested that mean? in right now. I mean, I'm just like interested in like <laughs> reading books or, or whatever on like life. Are you spiritual? What is life? Are you into crystals? Uh, I don't know anything about <laughs> crystals. I guess you could say that I'm spiritual, um, but I'm just like interested in learning about um, what is life? Like, what are we doing here? How can I be a better person? Like just playing with life more than taking things so seriously. That's oh, like a big like hobby I guess but you would say of mine when you get in that mindset sometimes you can get so far lost like you can like trip think, out oh yeah. yeah like I'll think sometimes like I'll be looking at the sky like and like how far away the stars are yeah. and like how are we in this world and how did we learn how to build shit and like it's wild how do you know that you have to eat like how does a baby come out and know it needs food like all these questions I guess we'll just never know the answers all to. these questions yeah and you know science tries their best but like at the end of the day these are all like theories yeah like we don't actually know very much concrete we don't i don't think we know anything like like how does it for example george just bought a cat yeah he's a dumbass he gets high he goes and buys his cat and the next day he's (laughs) like yeah sorry i uh shouldn't have done that and um and now we're stuck with a cat i love the cat to death but like for example the cat comes home and it knows to go in the litter box no one ever told it no one ever trained it these things are just like in our brains we just know to do these things naturally it's weird I don't that's know. so insane. That's really cool. <laughs> but 
I mean, I admire that you're trying to like figure it out. But I mean, like, I'm not necessarily like, trying to figure it out. I don't think I can do that. You're like, I'm trying to solve why cats know to go in the litter box. It just doesn't make sense I'm to me. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> but that's really cool. What about uh, any leisurely activities? You like to gamble? Do you like to snowboard? Do you like to ski? Do you like to bowl? I love uh, I love skiing, but I haven't gone this year, and I'm really like nervous that when I go up, I'm going to be terrible and have to like relearn all again. But um, it'll be worth it. I love skiing. My grandpa taught me how to ski. He's like. 72 now and oh, he's wow. still skis still shredding the gnar. he's like fresh pow pow yeah he's on the cool. mama cool. <laughs> exactly i have some rapid fire questions for you oh no we'll do uh, just like a quick answer pretty much all of these are i'll try i haven't seen the questions yet i just googled them really so we'll see how it goes okay if you could buy any type of food right now what would you buy strawberries oh wow okay. i don't know where that came from <laughs> <laughs> what color is your toothbrush black it is. It's black and pink. Wow, okay. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? A giraffe, because I feel like I'm already good at that. <laughs> <laughs> what is one thing, one of the things you would put on your bucket list? Uh, travel to Greece. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I've never Who's been Who's your favorite superhero and why? Uh, Iron Man, because the movies are just so good. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is a beast. He's so awesome. Who do you admire the most? Um, my boyfriend. Who's your celebrity crush? Mm, I don't have one. What is your favorite summer activity? Sleeping. <laughs> Dude, this is so hard thinking wow. these fast. Not you th- really, you not travel really. the world and your favorite summer activity is sleeping. <laughs> if a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be? Comedy. I hope. That's good. If you could be any flavor of ice cream, what ice cream flavor would you be? French vanilla. That's a good one. I like vanilla bean. Yeah, vanilla bean's good. Yeah. Too. Who's your favorite car- cartoon character? Oh, uh, I don't even remember watching cartoons. SpongeBob is the only one that comes to mind. It's a good one. He's good. I've never seen SpongeBob. Fun fact. What? I didn't have cable growing up. Actually, so. I think I knew that about yeah, you. Yeah. That's I so crazy. Didn't ever see it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but I do know who lives in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> At least Are you a that. morning or night person? Night person by far. Like I'll stay up till like four in the morning. Dang, I it's crazy. I, I feel like I feel like that's a weird question. Do you like are you cranky in the morning no not no. at all Whenever i'm like an all up. the time person yeah. like unless i haven't eaten that's the only time i'm like not a person true but i feel you, like that's you true experienced for everyone. me hungry yeah yeah <laughs> what is one thing that annoys you the most um people who are negative all the time yes <laughs> damn what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten oh i think i i tried eating like a snail or something and i was like no no Ew. Yeah, I've weird. had like a maggot before. No. It was in like science class in high school. It was pretty nasty. Were you supposed to eat it or were you like... I mean, one of my friends was like, bet you won't eat <laughs> yeah, that. Like a dollar. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want that dollar. I'm going to get a slush puppy. Pop-tart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is one of your weird quirks? Um, I have a lazy eye. Do you really? Yeah, watch this. Can you see that move? Yeah. That's a lazy eye. Why does that mean that's a lazy eye? I feel like you just can just control. Isn't a lazy eye a li- an eye that doesn't move? Uh, well, if I just let, like, this is me relaxed. Whoa, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So I have to, like. Is the camera on her? <laughs> Put the camera on her right now. Do that again. Okay, so that's it, relaxed. And then I can, like, bring it in. But I have to, like, focus all day. Otherwise, it's just like that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a quirk. Holy shit. I've never seen that in my life. <laughs> if you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? And why? Mm, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio. Just, you know, having models just, all over you all the time. <laughs> <what> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Uh, all right, one more question. Some of these are kind of bad. Um, I still can't um, believe I said sleeping. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> what is one thing you own you wish you didn't? Uh, I got rid of everything that I wish I didn't own when we sold the house. Like what? Like everything extra. Like I barely have any clothes, extra makeup, don't have it anymore. So you're living a very minimalistic life right now. Yeah. What's that like? It's great because... Um, you know Mark Zuckerberg wears the same shirt every day? Yeah. Well, not like same... Same, same style. He's got. He goes in his closet and it's forty of the same shirt. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, but it's one less decision that and you have to make. And he's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, that's like the excuse. That's the excuse, right? Um, but yeah, it's nice having a. I mean, my life is like so complicated, anyways, because I'm always like moving around. So right, I can't imagine. I hate traveling. It gives yeah. me anxiety. Yeah. So having less stuff, it's like cool. Like I know what I'm packing already because <clears throat> it's just all that I have. So it's nice. That's really awesome. Is there anything else you want to add into the podcast for the people to know? You want to plug anything? Um, I mean, everybody can definitely check me out on YouTube. You know, <laughs> speak into the camera. What's your um, YouTube? My YouTube? I don't know. Rachel Cook on YouTube. And um, oh, actually, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Yeah. Don't you have the same name as some other celebrity? Yeah, I do. Her what name, does she do? Her name's Rachel Lee Cook, and she is an actress. And people think that I am Rachel Lee Cook, like 40-something years old. And She's 40-something, like, right? Okay. Yeah. You're 24. Yeah. You're a little bit Just off. Just to put that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow Rachel on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Sure. Sure. Follow it all. It's going to be linked down in the description below. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Living Large. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.